0: Hello, we are the EduFuturists. I'm Dan Fitzpatrick. I'm Ben Whittaker.
1: And I'm Stephen Hope. The podcast by educators for educators. The EduFuturist podcast.
2: Welcome to EduFuturists. You can contact us on Twitter at EduFuturist or Facebook.com forward slash edgy
0: you get onto the website www.edgyfuturist.com or if you want to email us directly edgyfuturist at gmail.com check out our recent podcasts Uh, they're going out uh, twice a week at the moment Uh, our main podcast number 27 Richard Walls discussing education in Sweden then we had uh, Mark Anderson the ICT evangelist on episode 28, 29 Jake Miller um, fantastic podcast with Jake all the way from Ohio and then number 30 Jen Giffin from Canada canada talking about curation coaching and podcasting
1: also check out the vault podcast where we review tools resources and tech we've been reviewing edtech teams extensions jamboard equation and ed EdPuzzle ed Puzzle, amongst others you can check it out at www.edgyfuturist.com forward slash podcast don't forget as well,
2: loads of blogs, loads of articles that we're writing to help you in different areas of your classroom or your delivery or whatever else you're doing in terms of leadership. I'm in the middle of a series looking at Chrome extensions after a chat with Dr. Chris Craft. Dan's continuing his Get Going Google series and Stephen is talking about culture and workspaces, particularly around the Jamboard most recently. Check them out. Sign up for the newsletter on the homepage of the website com forward slash blog. So, in uh, getting ready for today's podcast, I thought, do you know what? Let's have some fun talking about cool stuff in education. So, there's some uh, nice little facts and stats here. Well, here's number one: Have you ever seen a boat school, gentlemen? Have you been on a boat school?
1: No, no, no. What's it made out of? Is it cars?
2: Uh, no, no, it's it's uh, a boat. Okay. It's a boat. It's probably made of wood. Apparently, in Bangladesh, there are no fewer than a hundred boat schools. And each one has internet access, a library, and is solar-powered. Do you think
0: uh, all the teachers read Teach Like a Pirate?
2: Yeah! Come on! <laughs> hey, that's a shout-out for their Burgess in the team.
1: <laughs>
2: why, why are pirates called pirates? Go on. Because they are! <laughs>
0: uh.
1: Well, speaking of uh, pirates, I think there's plenty over this neck of the woods. Um, a school in the Philippines is made entirely of recycled pot bottles. I wonder whether it's roller cola or actual Pepsi or cola... But it's 9,000 bottles and dozens of volunteers to build the structure. Each bottle was filled with sand, water, and straw to keep them sturdy. And then cement-like substance was used to hold the bottles in place as they were stacked on top. Who came up with that idea? (laughs) That's crazy, isn't
0: it? I don't know, but funding crisis in the UK for education. A lot of schools need (laughs) extensions.
2: Yeah, you can... can, What about Sky Ocean Rescue? You can bring the two things together.
1: (laughs) Or oh, what they could do with what we to get that far, they'd just switch everybody from Microsoft to Google and everybody's alright. Yeah, very good. <laughs> stop Spending fifty-seven million pounds a year on the uh, on licenses.
0: <laughs> I love how you're like genuinely agitated as you say that, Steve.
1: <laughs> like... it, honestly, it, it irritates me. I know there's a public crisis, but it's like, well just stop buying two pounds a student subscription then. It's like just stop just
0: stop being <laughs> pricks and break. move to Google. Yeah, just everybody
1: move to Google. and Everything sorted. <laughs> But I, I don't love Google that much. It's
0: just I want to be a little bit everyone again. Get... <laughs> uh, in a remote area of Colombia, kids have to travel to school on a zip line. Uh, all right. That's all I'm saying. Read the Come next on. bit, Dan.
1: Read the next bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know my document. <laughs> read, read the uh, next bit, Dan.
0: This was, uh, yeah, this was apparently featured on the one show. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> How cool is that? A zip line?
2: I know, it'd be wicked, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah. I mean, mean, it begs the question why, but. uh,
2: (laughs) I think it's probably because it's in the jungle or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a ground in the jungle. Anyway. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Let's. Oh, that's me next. Shall we introduce (laughs) our guest? Yeah, good idea. Uh, So our guest today, Al Kingsley, has appeared on the podcast with us before episode nine of the In the Studio incarnation, to be exact. He is the managing director of NetSupport Software and chair of Hampton Academies Trust, as well as holding a number of senior voluntary responsibilities in the education sector.
2: Net support aims to reduce operational and IT costs, improve classroom edtech solutions, provide safeguarding support, and get SLT on board with IT projects. Their newest tool, Really School, offers a fresh and intuitive approach to capturing student learning experiences during early years, Key Stage One, Foundation, and Key Stage Two primary education. Net support of over thirty years' experience with over seventeen million current users in over hundred countries, and have won over two hundred and fifty awards.
1: Wow. NetSupport um, are our headline sponsors at our Summit and Awards in July this year which is on the 12th of July at the Brave Centre and Al has been a constant support for our work in the UK and beyond we're really pleased to be working with him and his team and you can come and see their solutions in person at the Brave Centre I'm not even going to try and pronounce where Ben lives uh, by signing up at www. Yeah, you did three. you did <laughs> Summit 19 you can find him on Twitter at Al Kingsley underscore Edu the podcast
2: by educators for educators, the Futurist podcast. So Al, we're really glad that you've uh, decided to come on the podcast again, um, second time. In fact, you're the first person to come on twice. So, oh,
3: well, Thank you very yeah.
2: much. Well, no, yes, we really appreciate it. And we're also really glad that you've uh, agreed to be the headline sponsor at our Summit Awards in July this year. Um, yeah. You you're in the team at NetSupport, so thank you for that. But uh, we just wanted to talk about wh- why you wanted to get involved with that and uh, what you're going to be showcasing up at the summit in July.
3: Well, there's quite a few reasons, I guess. I mean, firstly, it's, it's always a good to have an opportunity to work with you good folks again. Um, as you know, our heart and passion is all about education, technology, and trying to make, make the right choices where technology makes an impact rather than necessarily is just something that people pick because it's um, it's cool or it's different or all the other reasons that sometimes technology gets taken on board. Um, and so having a platform where we can talk not just about what great tools are out there, but also how they're most effectively used, how you can measure impact, get the most return for your money, um, that for us is a much nicer way of um, engaging. So meeting like-minded people and having a you know, a good platform to share that kind of um, advice and experience, we think is always the the best way forward.
2: At NetSupport, I know that you've uh, been doing loads of great stuff in terms of nominations for loads of awards. In fact, looking at the uh, website, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, you've now won over 250
3: awards. Is that right? We have, not personally, but uh, overall we have done, yes. We've been been very fortunate in terms of the, the feedback and perception to our products. Yeah.
2: Which is really good, and I know that you're uh, worldwide and doing lots of things in the Middle East and uh, in America and, and other places, winning things at Bet and ERAs and all that kind of stuff. My question is, how do you keep up to date with it? How do you manage to keep being at the top of your game and make sure that you're always innovating? Because I suppose, from a classroom point of view, that's that's really important. But from a from a business point of view, how do you how do you keep on top of your game?
3: Well, I, I suppose the honest answer is there's there's luck and judgment and a combination of those two, you know, that mixes up. Um, one thing you mentioned, we do a lot internationally, and we do sell into just shy of 100 countries now. And many Barrel Awards reflect that, but it also highlights the fact that, you know, there's very different marketplaces and very different types of tools are best fit for each different region. Um, and I think the thing that NetSupport has managed to find a really good pathway on is that kind of constant evolution rather than revolution. Um, we're celebrating our 30th anniversary, and lots of that in terms of sustaining solution um, isn't just about us managing to be really smart and, create, and come up with some really good choices. It's also about having a really good network of people that we can listen to and interact with. Um, and a large part of what makes our products cool, in truth, is the feedback from educators, whether it's teachers, network managers, safeguarding leads, um, and it's all about those those small little things. It's the marginal gains, that, the little tweaks that we can make in our products that remove the frustrations out of using technology. So we've always had a strategy of rather than trying to make these kind of massive big releases where we can do a, a drum roll and a showcase and say, ta-da, here's these fantastic things that we think you'll need. We've always tried to make that balance between here's all the things you've been asking for alongside some bits which we think might make your life easier and that perhaps you haven't considered yet. And I think that balance between trying to be innovative but also reacting to what people in the field are actually needing is is where we try and kind of aim that sweet spot.
0: We're excited that Netsupport are going to be sponsoring the summer, but I think even more exciting is that you're going to be on the, the main stage uh, delivering one of the keynote talks and. a your your talk is going to be tech to impact all aspects of the school could you maybe for those who are going to be coming along uh for those who maybe need a bit more persuading to come along could you maybe give us a bit of an insight about what you're going to be talking about
3: that's quite a title i might have set myself <laughs> up a little bit yeah. <laughs> and all that. You, now the truth of it is technology you know interwines in, in all aspects of of life within any organization and, and not least within the education setting. Um, And I always think it sometimes is a little bit disjointed to try and talk about tech for just one particular purpose. Uh, And tying in with the kind of ethos of of net support uh, and thinking more from a strategic oversight of how we manage, uh, you know, the education estate, um, I really want to share the kind of experience of, you know, Effective decisions are often best taken with when you're best informed and you understand the context of things. So the starting point is understanding how you best use that technology within your school. Uh, and that starts on every bit of kit, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's the, the back office staff, teachers' devices, the, the network infrastructure. And once you've got a good grip on the kit that you've got, you can then take the next step, which is to make sure it's being used effectively. And that means making sure kit's deployed in the right places, the software licenses you're renewing automatically each year are effectively being used, and so on and so on. And that is always a good building block, because before you go shopping for a new kit, it's always good if you can evidence an impact that the existing kit is being um, best value for money, being used most effectively within the school. So, so one part of that tech journey is is, is that kind of oversight of the whole um, network estate. And then you move into the classroom and you talk about the technology and how that's going to be um, implemented for, for best support within teaching and learning. Uh, and as we know, you know, there isn't a one-size-fits-all. Depending on the cohort, the subject, uh, the scenario, different devices are appropriate in some cases. And in some cases, no devices are appropriate. You know, it's not the panacea for everything. Yeah. So understanding how you can measure the um, impact and actually support, whether it's teaching and learning or also supporting the confidence and mastery of, of teachers. Often the, the, the first thing that gets missed when schools invest in technology is that that time and budget for training and making sure that teachers move from that survival mode all the way up to mastery. And so another strand is about having the right tools that actually allow technology to be used effectively. And that then means Kids are actually progressing further. Teachers are able to evidence it. Time is being saved. The lesson is being used more effectively. Um, And then, of course, overarching all of that is we all have an obligation as stakeholders to make sure that we keep our children safe and secure, not only in school, but when they're utilising that technology online. And so it makes sense to us, and it certainly makes sense to me, to say... The most effective technology is one that can provide that overall umbrella. See what's happening in the school, empower young kids uh, within the classroom and with their teachers to learn, to collaborate, to research and resource and at the same time be able to monitor and shape what they're doing, where they're going and when it's needed to make staff aware when children perhaps are researching content that's going to place them at risk um, online um, so that they can be stewarded and shepherded in the appropriate way and i think if you take that as an overarching digital strategy that's a much more effective and convincing and probably most importantly sustainable model for schools sometimes we kind of work from the top up you know how much budget have we got what we're going to spend what's our priority and really it should be the other way around. What are we trying to achieve at the end of this? What's the joined up picture? And Now how do we work backwards to make sure we can actually deliver that in a way that isn't going to be one hit and in three years' time we've got no way of maintaining or renewing a, a refresh programme for our kit. But can we make this something that's sustainable and we can embed within the school? And so what I'm going to be talking about, hopefully, is pulling all those bits of the jigsaw puzzle together and giving you know, a few pointers as to the best way we can kind of pull them together
0: that's cool and we know that your company net support and you you, you produce some core products include net support dna net support manager uh, could you give us a bit of an overview and perhaps let us know about your most recent product uh, really school and how they can help schools do what you've just been explaining
3: yes i uh, marketing nightmare you know i thought we were working on our product i thought it was really cool and i came up with really school <laughs> the most, the most comprehensive, um, research program but it's kind of stuck now um it, it comes from two strands. I'm really passionate about education. Outside of my life at Net Support, I spend a lot of time um, working in schools, obviously from a trust leadership and governance point of view, but I get heavily involved within the broader context and setting in schools. Um, and I tend to look at things from from one step removed, as many others do. And so I often can look and say, well, you know, I can see what is the norm and how we do things and how we abse- assess um, teaching and learning in the classroom. But sometimes you kind of think, well, why are we doing it that way? And wouldn't it be nice if we could do something different? And of course, I'm in a position with a team of amazing people here at NetSupport that sometimes you can actually turn that, why can't we do it different, into something real. And everything we've done to date with NetSupport, particularly with our core product, NetSupport School, has all been about the digital classroom, predominantly secondary education, about providing the tools to interact, test and assess people in the classroom and gain their knowledge. But when we swing back down to early years, foundation stage and key stage one, there's a lot less testing and there's a lot more observation that needs to be done by teachers and TAs, identifying whether children have got emerging skills or becoming secure in their learning. Um, And I could see an awful lot of time being wasted and an awful awful lot of frustration. And so our view with Really School was let's make it easy for teachers to observe learning in the classroom evidence that, create really funky and really accessible learning journals that allows teachers to really quickly and easily see where there's gaps in understanding as children are so going through those developmental stages. And at the same time, tick a box with one of the other biggest challenges for schools at the moment, which is engagement with parents, getting particularly those those more challenging parents to engage with teachers about their children's learning. So we've kind of taken the concept of that assessment and monitoring in the classroom, pulled it together with a way of showcasing student achievement with parents, creating a platform where teachers and parents can interact um, and at the same time, tick off things like with EAL families, making sure that we can exchange audio notes, not just written communication. And it's all about time at the end of the day. The more time that a tool can save, the more time teachers and TAs have to deliver what the order of the day in the classroom. So simplifying lots of things about how we capture observations, automatically allocate against the different teaching framework and assessment standards. Um, wrap it all together, and I'm going at a very whistle-stop pace, but basically a really, really simple and effective way of monitoring and tracking um, progress within early years and key stage one classrooms.
1: Al, so I've seen online in regards to the NET support ambassadors. uh, Can you just tell us a bit about those and those roles and how you think that they're making a difference in their fields as well?
3: Absolutely. I mean, we have a a nice mixture of ambassadors, and I think I've always said the truth with ambassadors is about having other people who are... Uh, respected in education or in complementary fields that um, can both provide intelligence and feedback to us but also can be, you know, another voice within the space about how our technology either works with them or how they've best deployed it. You know, uh, perhaps good examples are individuals like Carl Denton, uh, he's the IT manager at St. Bede's Academy. You know, Carl's been a, a fantastic supporter of NetSupport, but he's on the ground network manager. He shares his experiences about how the technologies helped shape within their school savings and added extra layers of security to what, what they do within their IT estate. You know, and at the same time, it is a great voice to come back with the ideas about how we can further evolve the solutions. Uh, We work alongside someone like Henry Platten, founder of eCadets and GoBubble. There's lots of synergy um, and overlap between what we do in terms of providing that monitoring and filtering uh, for safeguarding young people and the the earlier stage about empowering young people to be digital citizens themselves. And if we get every young child to be aware of their online footprint and how they conduct themselves, then, of course, we'd have far less pressure on us in terms of the, the later safeguarding tools. Uh, Alan Mackenzie, he's um, a great resource when it comes to... Um, everything when it comes e-safety related um, he's an online consultant, speaks in schools and is also somebody that I certainly have a huge amount of time and regard for in terms of making sure that what we do is ticking all the boxes whether it's in terms of keeping children safe in education or just that usability and, and currency in terms of what we do so we're very fortunate we've got a good pool of people that um, we count as our ambassadors and um, close friends That's uh,
2: It's amazing and, and, and I, I really value the support that NetSupport are putting out there and you've obviously been doing this quite a long time so um having people that are ambassadors for it we we certainly uh, support what you're doing as well and we appreciate that so Thank you have taken over the world already uh, you're 30 years in uh, got a lovely lovely setup i've been down to your hq down in peterborough love the little uh, fish pond in there what made you have a fish pond is my fir- is my final question apart from uh and what, what you want to do going forward to make it a little bit serious to finish
3: Well, we have a fish pond and a fish tank. So, I mean, there's no expense spared at Netsport HQ. Um, (laughs) Ironically, and I'll be quite honest with you, the the outdoor fish ponds that, if anyone's been to our offices, we have a nice curved front to our building, which is all glass, um, were put in originally by the designers as a security feature to prevent ram raiders. So, you couldn't drive into the glass (laughs) front. (laughs) Obviously, we tend to focus more now on telling people it's all about the positive feng shui that we have within our offices. Um, but it's a design feature and just part of that nice, nice work environment, you know, and work-life balance and having a nice place to work is really important.
2: Nice. And so, in terms of what what you want to do with NetSupport, what's 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 the dream going forward?
3: Well, it's a bit of a cheesy thing, you know. We actually just do enjoy doing what we do, and I think that's a really important thing. Obviously, we want to make our products even more capable, even better. There are some markets that we've not evolved into. And there's still plenty of organisations in the UK that haven't, as yet, moved to the um, to the light side, shall we say? <laughs> uh, we're going to keep working hard. We're going to keep meeting people, coming to events like yours, collaborating, getting better ideas, and ultimately making you know technology play an even more important role in young people's education and their life experiences because. I'm certainly a big fan that tech can really add to the breadth of education and delivery within schools. So, yeah, we're going to keep doing what we do and not rest on our laurels, which is probably the most important thing to always remind ourselves.
0: Albert, we're really excited to have you there um, on the... 12th of July. It's going to be great to have net support there. They're going to be exhibiting um, as our main sponsor. And if you want to come in here, I'll talk uh, more about this and chat to Al himself. Uh, be sure to get a ticket from the website, com forward slash summit 19. Al, it's been great to have you on. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Al. My pleasure. pleasure.
3: And I'll bring some photos of the fish pond for anybody you can. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> Take care, gents.
2: Thanks, Al. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Thank
3: you.
0: Fantastic to have Al back on the podcast for the second time, sharing his wisdom and all the good stuff that they're doing over there. At Net support. Don't forget, you can see Al, you can have a conversation with Al, you can hear him talk, and you can get involved with all the great stuff that Net Support are doing at the summit um, on the twelfth of July. Uh, at dot com forward slash summit nineteen. Only thirty five pounds a ticket. How cheap is what, that? What, what?
2: Don't forget awards nomination if you want to award somebody or nominate somebody for an award or find out something and tell people how good they are. Don't forget you can do that on the website to nominate via the link in the show notes.
1: You can also contact us via Twitter at EduFuturist or on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Yeah, podcasts,
0: blogs, events—you name it. It's all at www. Com. Uh, if you want to get in contact by email, EdgyFuturists at gmail. Com.
1: So wrap. See you lads. See you later.